Hello everyone, welcome back to The Crown IRL, showing you the crown working in real life through the women who wear them. I'm Shelby Lentz, your current Miss Southwest Michigan. Today on episode 21, we are joined by Annika. Annika is the current Miss Duchesne County 2021 in Utah and is a first time Miss America title holder. Her social impact initiative is Mental Health It Matters. Annika is a senior at Union High School in Roosevelt, Utah. She plans to use her scholarship money to continue her education at the University of Utah in the fall of 2022. Without further ado, this is Annika Burnham from Utah, Miss Duchesne County 2021. All right, everyone, we are back with the Crown IRL with another guest. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited. Oh, we're excited to have you. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us your state and your current title. So I'm Annika Burnham. I am from Utah and I am Miss Duchesne County. And how long have you been competing in Miss America? So last year actually was my first competition and I competed in the outstanding team. And then this was my first year's Miss and I won Miss Duchesne County. So you go girl. (laughs) Thank you. How was that transition for you? Because I started as a teen and I did the teen program two years before transitioning to Miss. And I remember being so scared out of my mind for no reason. And um, so I'm always intrigued to hear how other people process that transition phase. Um, so actually, so I competed in an outstanding team kind of on a whim. I literally like decided to do it the week that all the paperwork was due. So, um, I didn't really know what I was doing, but so I actually, I play the violin and I competed at state at district soul and ensemble and Lynn Smith, she has been the Miss Utah director before she reached out to me and she was like, Hey, um, I saw you compete last year and I'd really like to help you. I, um, you have a lot of great potential. And so she just worked with me. She didn't even like require payment or anything. She just helped me. And so actually the transition was pretty easy for me. And also I hated fitness. It's Um, (laughs) talking to people. So that made it easier actually. (laughs) Oh, see, I've said this in a couple other episodes, but I, I would love a fitness routine, like, because I took really? away swimsuits. So I was like, well, I think fitness is just, when I was a teen, there was a fitness, but there was no routine. So you literally did right. a swimsuit walk in oh. athletic wear. It was very awkward, very uncomfortable. <laughs> so when I, yeah. when I aged out and I saw the other teens doing the fitness routine, I was like, this is fun, but being, I've never done it on stage. So it's gotta be a little bit, um, nerve wracking. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't mind fitness, but like doing it by myself in yeah. front of like a huge audience. I just, I don't like it. I get it. So, I get it. I probably would yeah. feel the same if, <laughs> if I had to do it as a teen. What? Yeah. So was it a mentor that drew you to compete in the first place or what sparked that interest? So my friend, she was Miss Una Basin's outstanding team. So we actually have two competitions in our area. We have Miss Una Basin and Miss Duchenne County. And she was Miss Una Basin's outstanding team. And she was like, you should come compete. Like, it's so much fun. And so I competed my first year, not knowing what the heck I was doing, (laughs) but I had a blast. It was so much fun. And I've learned and grown so much from it. So I just had to keep doing it. 
What would you say is a piece of advice if someone was coming to do their very first competition, whether it was a teen or miss, like, even if it's just as little as, oh, hey, remember to bring extra food because I didn't and I starved the whole time. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, like, I think the biggest piece of advice is practice how you perform. So a lot of people, like, you know, we have all these workshops that we do, at least you should. And a lot of people, like, they won't go all out in their practices. And then their performance doesn't go as well as they hope it would. So go all out in practice and your performance will go just as well. And that's actually 100% true. I'm a vocalist for my talent. So I've been seeing a vocal uh, coach for about 10 years. And when we're doing rehearsal, even through COVID, we did it through Zoom and like FaceTime. And it's a little bit Mm -hmm. awkward, but she would tell me that every single time. You have to perform, practice as you would perform because it's muscle memory and your body will naturally do what you've conditioned it to do, whether it's a performance, whether it's muscle training, any of it. So yeah, 100% agree. That's a great piece of advice. Yep. So what was your first time can, have you gone to state with this title or are you going to state with this no. title? So Miss Utah is in June. So okay. this will, and it'll be my first time. I'm only 17. So. Oh my gosh, girl. 17? <laughs> yeah. 18 in a week. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so, yeah. so you got to compete as a, cause it transitioned in the middle of the year. So there mm-hmm. technically are girls who are competing as a, a Miss and some as a teen. It's very confusing, but mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. You go, girl, because I remember just like two <laughs> years before I won a local. And even at, I think I was 18 by then. I did 17 the first year and then 18 when I took over one. And I still mm-hmm. felt like I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, especially, it's hard like balancing high school life. Yeah. And yeah, and being a title holder. But, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's so much fun. I love that. Do you know, I I know this is a hit or miss question because I love knowing what people are passionate about and what they hope to do with their aspirations. But I also remember being 17 and being terrified of everyone asking me where I'm going and what I'm doing because you're not supposed to have it all figured out at 17. I don't at 24. My mom is in her 50s and she's constantly still telling me she's figuring it out. So it's fine. (laughs) But at this moment with college, do you have any ideas on where you want to go and what you want to study? Yeah, so my dream school is the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, BYU fans. <laughs> but the University of Utah has like the best music program in the state. It's absolutely incredible. So I want to go into music there. And do you know what you want to do with your music degree? Do you want to perform, teach? I don't know yet. But, That's okay. I mean, I definitely, <laughs> I want to teach eventually, but yeah. I don't know if I want to perform too. So yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it is you can do so many different things. I mean, I, um, I do like singing and bars and different types of things and I'll perform covers and originals. And so I do that as like a nighttime living thing. And then during the day, my degree is in communication. So I, I have marketing that I do during the day and then I do other little things. So you don't really have to stick inside one bubble, but you do realize as you grow older, what you do and don't like, and it helps you to expand and maybe like, do you know? I feel like a lot of us Miss America girls were always doing like six different things at once, not just like one. Yeah, <laughs> so we keep ourselves busy. And yeah. scholarship, you are so young, so you'll have the opportunity to yeah. compete, earn scholarship, and hopefully yeah. pay off as much of that debt up front. Do you yeah. know how much you won as a teen and then as a miss? 
I know it's only been so, a couple of years. Yeah. So I didn't um, win anything as a team. As a team. Okay. But yeah, but as Miss, I have $2,500 as of right now. So and that's just from your local? Yeah. That's awesome. So for anyone yeah. listening who maybe is from a different state or hasn't competed before, at least in Michigan, locals typically don't ever give away that much money, um, which is yeah. incredible. There's, I think, two locals that give a decent amount. And our biggest one is Miss Monroe County. And we have a Miss America who was Miss Monroe County when she won Miss Michigan and then Miss America. So that if you walk on that stage every year, girls walk away with it's a closed pageant. So they walk away with thousands of dollars for scholarship. Um, so yeah, that's, that's incredible in your first round yeah. time, $2,500. Yeah. It's really amazing. This community is just absolutely incredible. We have amazing com- companies who just donate. So it's, it's really the best. What has been your favorite part of being a title holder so far with your miss title? Um, so Right after I won, I had to help with the Miss Will with the Duchenne County Fair, and um, it was just so amazing because you know obviously I was wearing my crown and sash all the time, and little girls' faces like seeing them light up when they see you wearing a crown—it's just that it's the best feeling in the world. It is. And that feeling never gets old. Right before we hopped on to do our interview, I was doing a virtual Zoom read aloud and I had my crown and sash on. And of course, all the kids are, wow, that's so cool. And where'd you get that? So I'm trying. They were four. They were preschoolers. So I was trying to explain to them. Have you ever heard of Miss America? And, you know, they have queens of each county and queens of the states and the queens of the states go to compete for the Miss America crown. They were like, wow, that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's amazing. And just like I meet, I've met so many people and it's just absolutely incredible. Uh, and I can't wait to hear how it goes for you at state, because once you go to state, you will have so many more memories, so many more friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just going to state every single year has developed so many of my very strong and long lasting friendships. So I'm excited to see what transpires for you in less than a year. I know it's crazy. What about your social impact initiative? What is that and how have you been able to implement it so far? So my social impact initiative is suicide. It's real. Um, and really it's about breaking the stigma behind suicidal thoughts and those who are suicidal and teaching people about the warning signs and how we as a public can prevent suicide because it's one of the most preventable causes of death it's just not talked about enough um so we actually I talked about it at a few of the Duchenne County Fair events I haven't been able to do a ton yet but we have our Holly Fair in a few weeks and I'm going to have a booth there with some pamphlets and just like talk about it with anyone who's interested. So I'm excited for that. That's great. It is important too, because especially with these times that we're in still being in the middle of COVID, but when it was in the thick of it in 2020 and no one was leaving their homes and for some people who live by themselves, I, I can imagine how everyone's mental health was probably in a very negative space. So it's mm-hmm. conversations at any age, any level, even to just be aware if you're not suffering yourself. Yep, exactly. Cause actually, so one in 
One in four adults struggle with depression or suicidal thoughts and one in five teens. So I guarantee like we all know someone who's struggling, even if we don't know they're struggling. Yeah. And it's important to um, just be aware. And I always try when I'm out and talking to people, I try to treat everyone with kindness because you never know what's going on. And I've seen so many videos that, you know, have gone viral on TikTok or things like that, where they're talking about suicide awareness and prevention. And they'll show someone weeks, months, days, moments before they took, they, they were gone and um, they seemed happy. You know, they had a good life. And so there's a lot of stereotypes even still to this day where if people see on the outside a reflection of, I have it together, I have a good family, I have a good life. That doesn't mean that there's not still negative thoughts that are placating their mind on a day-to-day basis. So it's a very powerful message and I'm happy that you are taking it on. Yeah. And it's also like, it's really important to know that they're not alone and that there's help. Like there's so many resources available just in Utah. Like there's so many resources and I can't imagine how many resources there are in the whole country. So yeah. Have you gone into any um, appearances, maybe at schools or any uh, different appearances with teens or kids? Um, I haven't been able to yet, but um, I'm actually hopefully sometime going to the junior high. My brother is the okay. student body president at the junior oh. high, and he kind of volunteered me to go speak there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'll probably go there eventually. Yeah, but it's in case you didn't know, we have a really small town, so there's not a ton of schools to go to. But okay. it's okay. And I'm actually, I need a con. I'm started to, but I'm planning on talking to like sports teams and clubs because yeah. I think it's I think it's easier if you're in a small group rather than like the whole school. I think yeah. it's more likely to hit them that way. And that's good to sit back and analyze. And sometimes you'll learn as you do more appearances, like, oh, this worked really well and this didn't. Um, It's also hard, depending on what your social impact is, if you're going to talk to an older demographic or younger or both and how you cater to both in different ways. Mm -hmm. Because obviously there are some very heavy topics that young kids, while they are valuable, can't get it in the same type of form that a full grown adult would. Um, But yeah. So, okay. I'm curious how many people is a small town? Like how many people are in your town total? Um, We have like 7,000. Okay. So I know, I know I'm not from Utah and you're not from Michigan, but Mm -hmm. my hometown has about like, I think when I left like 80, 90,000, just under a hundred thousand people that live there. Uh, I didn't go to school there. My parents were divorced. So I lived in that County, but I went to school where my dad was, which was a slightly smaller place, but the place that I live now, I have a home. Um, and it's like 20 minutes from where I work. And this town is like three or 4,000 people. So it's so much smaller than what I'm used to. (laughs) We have Starbucks, like in Kalamazoo, there was Starbucks. I could walk from my house, my parents' house to like Starbucks or Target. And there's a Kidoba right next door. Like I can go anywhere. And here it's not the case. We just finally got a little coffee shop. It's a drive-through Big B. So it's not even a coffee shop. You literally drive through, you order and you go to the other side and they hand it to you. Um, so <laughs> we're making, uh, we're making some ground, but I understand small town now a little bit more because yeah. I think my high school is about an 8,000 person town. And oh this God. is the three, 4,000 person small town. <laughs> 
Yeah, yep. I totally get it. <laughs> well, what are you most looking forward to either with the rest of your year or going to compete at state for the first time? Um, I think I'm just so excited for the people I'm going to meet and, um, the lives that I'm going to touch. Cause like, I know when I was a little girl, like, um, our Miss Unit Basin was Abby Earl. And I looked up to her so much cause she was just like so confident and, um, and I just like, I'm excited to be that person for other people. Yeah. So. Yeah. I had that thought the other day I was talking to someone about why I started competing and I was around these women when I was very young and I aspired to be like them. Just like you said, they were confident, they were graceful, they were beautiful, but they also had passion and purpose to what they were doing with their, their titles. And, uh, I, I had that kind of epiphany where I went, Oh, well, now when I go out, I might be someone's like for me, my favorite Miss America is Savvy Shields. She was the 2017 Miss America. And I got to meet her at one of our fall forums that we had. And she's just just as graceful and sweet and humble as she is in real life, as she portrays on the internet. So I was like, you know, whether or not you're a Miss America for these younger girls, these younger boys, in their eyes, you are someone's Miss America. So it is kind of funny yeah. to see that come full circle and have those thoughts. Yeah. Have you had any, it sounds like you've had a very good supportive community, but have you had anyone who's asked questions or had maybe some preconceived notions about Miss America or stereotypes? Like, oh, why are you competing in this? What does it do for you? Anything like that? So funny story, actually. So when I, when I like told my mom I was going to compete in the pageant, like at first she was like, you do you want to do a pageant <laughs> <laughs> like she she and you know like we just didn't understand all that went into it yeah. but then after the competition she was like you are a totally different person because of it like and I I didn't even win a title the first time I competed and she was like you are a totally different person and so that was that was a really cool experience and it is those small steps that sometimes we go in wanting the crown wanting the title but I've preached and preached time again, time again, because I, I know this every time you go in, even if you don't win, even if you don't place, you learn so much about yourself. You develop so much confidence and skills that will last forever. And uh, yeah, I even like my mom was the reason I started competing because she was involved. She used to compete. She never held a title, but she would compete. And then she was a local director before my sister was born. And uh, so she was the one who got me on stage because I had watched it with her. I was not confident enough to get on the stage at 15, but I did. And <laughs> she was like, you can sing, you know, you love to sing, just do it. You might get some scholarship money. And here we are. Um, but my stepdad, uh, my mom's husband, he, he wasn't totally in, he's still not entirely like into it. Like we are, however, he will come support myself and my sister when she was still competing, if she were to decide to compete again. And he said, you know, even though it's not my thing, I have seen so much growth in you and your sister and the way that you've been able to handle yourselves in different situations. And even with your careers, like there's so much that this organization has done for you. And so for some, it's easy for my mom to look at someone who adores this organization to say, wow, it's done so much for you. But for my stepdad, who's someone who's like, I'll support whatever you do, but it's not my thing to say, I've seen growth. Like this is a hundred percent worth your time. That 
speaks volumes. So I, I just know you're going to have those moments for however many years you continue to compete. And at this point, if you choose to, you've got almost a decade, which is crazy. (laughs) That's crazy to think about. Oh yeah. my gosh. So what you said, your talent, you spoke on it a little bit, but can you tell us what you're planning on doing at state? Are you going to keep it, change it? Um, so I play the violin, um, for the local one, I played what makes you beautiful by one direction. I just oh. wanted to play a fun song. So. Wait, hold on. Are you a directioner? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who's your favorite? <laughs> I mean, Harry Styles. Okay. I liked Harry like day one. I know that he was probably still like this. You can tell I'm a big one direction was my entire teenage years. I liked Harry from the moment that they came out as a band before he was ever the Harry Styles he is today. Mm -hmm, Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. One direction. You could play me any song and I would know all the words, but what makes you beautiful is still my jam. It was my ringtone for like 10 years until I got a new phone and I never <laughs> put it back on there. I would honestly, but it would embarrass my boyfriend. Like, Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I wanted to, I just wanted to play something fun for my yeah. local competition, but at state I'm going to be playing preludum and allegro, uh, preludum and allegro by okay. Fritz Chrysler. Um, Jesse Kate Riley, who was Miss Utah 2017, I think it was, she actually took the same song to Miss America and she got a preliminary talent award and a non-finalist talent award. With it. So I think it was 2017. I'm definitely gonna go look that up after we yeah. <laughs> after we're done. She's Miss Utah USA right now, actually. So yeah. Wow. You know, she's I actually, she's so, able to do that. Yeah, so she it's so crazy. So she was Miss Utah's outstanding team and she was Miss Utah and now she's Miss Utah USA. She's the first woman ever to win three major state titles. It's actually really amazing. Wow. See, I just think that that's, I mean, I think that hers is the top one I've heard of, but there are two other women mm-hmm. I know who one, she uh, has powerhouse pageantry and she does, her name's Megan Swanson. She does coaching. And she was a Miss Nebraska, USA and America. And then there was a woman who judged me at my second Miss title when I I won that night. And she ended up helping me the entire year prepare for Miss Michigan. And she was a former Miss Colorado, USA and America. And I was just like, every time I hear a girl that's done that, my mind is blown because they're both amazing organizations, but they both have like unique variances and differences mm-hmm. so to be able to success or succeed and excel succeed in both and of both. them yeah what the heck like I just think that that's so cool <laughs> yeah it's super awesome so oh yeah. my gosh I'm excited I'm excited I'm gonna have to if I don't watch it I don't know how many of us have live streams. I think most do now, but if it's not live, I'm going to try and find it <laughs> after your, your competition's over and watch it. Cause I can't play yeah, the violin. Um, yeah. They, they should have a, they have a live stream. Okay. I think, I think after yeah. COVID most state competitions do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't for our entire, the entirety of Miss Michigan. And I kept saying, 
we should live stream it. I know Tennessee does a lot of these, you know, competitions that I've watched, they do. And so I was like, why aren't we doing it? And I think it was a time and financial issue, but when COVID hit, there really wasn't, it wasn't an option. There wasn't another choice. (laughs) Okay. We got to socially distance. We're going to pay for this. And there are some positives that have come out of COVID, like, you know, using technology for its benefit. And that is Mm -hmm. one of them. So yeah, I'm, do you know, Ours is always fought like the week before Father's Day and then it's Father's Day weekend that we crown. Do you know about when Miss Utah is or not? Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. It, it's always in June. June. I, always, I know yeah. that. It's always in June. So. I know most of them are. There's a few that are in the spring. I think some in May, but I think almost all of them are in June and then they're done by June. That's like the last mm-hmm. month. Yeah. They are usually in the summer so that when they go to Miss America in December, they're like prepared so yeah yeah and it used to be in September when it was in Atlantic City so that was even less yeah like three months yeah that'd be crazy I would love to be in Atlantic City again yeah it's a quick turnaround well even the teens I feel bad because I you know the teens I know some states have them months in advance but for us we do them the same week the teen and the miss and so whoever wins teen they have to then within three weeks go to the national competition. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's insane. I I've always kind of said, I think the teen has it harder and because they have to go, like everything has to be done. Yeah. Just That's absurd. Insane. Which I think is why some States do it in oh gosh, you know, the spring, March, April, May, instead of June. Yeah. 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 Our teen, our teen competitions always in February. And then oh, wow. our okay. competitions in June. Yeah, they do them pretty separate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, then that would make a little bit more like less stress and free time the week of Miss Michigan. But the one thing I will say mm-hmm. is I do like having the ability to watch them compete and see them throughout yeah. the week. Just because I, I know how important the Miss program is for mentoring the teens. When I was a teen, mm-hmm. I had one Miss and I looked up to her so, so, so much. So I, I told myself if I was ever a miss and I had a teen, I want her to feel like incredible. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's really important. I love my teen. She's my favorite. Oh, I love her so much. And how old She's is your teen? She is 16. 16. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are only a couple mm-hmm. years apart. Yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to go watch her at state. She's, she's absolutely incredible. I love her. That's the best part. I do have a team out of all the titles I've had. I think there were two where I didn't have it or maybe just one. I think just one where I didn't have a team, but I've always loved having a team. It's been great. It's a great experience. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Well, if you were to tell another woman who wanted to compete, why she should, and what this organization has done for you, Miss America, what would you say to that woman or that young girl? I would say like, just go for it. Just do it. Because um, even if you don't win a title, the the friendships you make and the growth that you're going to have and the confidence that you're going to walk away with, it's going to be absolutely amazing. So either way for me, it's a win. So absolutely compete. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you Mm -hmm. so, so much for taking the time to come on and share your story. Thank you so much. I love this so much. Thank you so much for listening to The Crown IRL. Follow us on socials at The Crown IRL and be sure to tag us in your story. You can follow me at Shelby underscore Lentz 
or at Miss Southwest Michigan. See you in the next one.